Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who's been known to tackle people in grocery stores who's hoarding toilet paper, <laughs> Shay Kilmer. You know, I think um, these just keep, keep getting more and more ridiculous as we go. No, it's so, all true. There's all nothing true, ridiculous guys. about any of it. <laughs> Hello, my romantics, erratics, and curious people. If you love the show like vegans love quinoa, please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. And how are you, girl? Oh, just fabulous. <laughs> how are you, Mr. John? I'm doing pretty, pretty okay. Pretty okay. <laughs> <laughs> We have a very special guest with us today, Ethan Rose, who's a great podcast host in his own right. He's the host of the awesome podcast show, The Opening Line, right here on the Believe Podcast Network. Welcome, buddy. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, thanks for being here with us. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to get into the, the relationship issues I may have and all the wrong, I was about to say wrong sex I've been doing, but that was the complete wrong way I wanted to handle it. Right. I wanted to say like any hookup situation, relationship stuff, I'm here to be therapized. I just made up a word because therapy, all of that in one. So I'm excited. Therapized. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and you said that you may be having, we'll, we'll say may or may not be having. So. Right. I right. just I'm so excited to figure out all the things wrong with him. This is gonna be great. There's so much wrong with me. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> Where right. do I begin? Because Shay and I love pointing out other people's deficiencies. <laughs> so it makes us sound mean. We're not mean. We're just trying to help. <laughs> no, this is teamwork right here. Right. I mean, best friends are honest, right? We. Can I agree, honest. and we right. just became best friends. Honestly, you guys are my favorite people. Oh well, thanks. It's mutual. And you know, <laughs> glad. Not only is Ethan a fellow Believe show host, but he holds a special place in our hearts because he is also a Chicago native. Woo-woo! I've recently learned, I don't think he can claim to be a Chicago native anymore because he has a special place in his heart for a certain football team that Chicagoans do not like. Oh, he's a cheesehead. I'm definitely a cheesehead. Um, and that is a source of contention with all of my friends back home in the Windy City. But yeah, I am a cheesehead from a fair city. I guess as long as you don't pronounce Illinois with an S, you no, can be allowed. No S's. Do you right, miss Chi-Town? I'm glad to be a part. I do so much. Like it is, it's where I plan to come back to eventually when all of my fame, success, and riches come to be here in LA. Um, and then I'll come back to Chicago and live it up there, have a family hopefully. At that point, I'll have a wonderful wife who I love very much, and uh, we'll have kids that ra are raised similar to the way I'm raised, and hopefully that's a good way. My parents, I think, did a great job, and I hope to reciprocate, so that is the goal. Well, 
when you're rich and famous, remember us little people. <laughs> oh, you guys are coming. You guys are coming along for the ride. You guys are part of the entourage Yeah, buddy. Now. Did you not hear that best friends part, John? Yes. Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. And I love that you just said that because I've always said clearly that I am so much better than everybody else. I just don't have the money to prove it. <laughs> So I need, I need the money so humble, guys. to prove that I am better than everybody else. <laughs> you got to be doing the same thing. I'm so Ethan, before we get up all up in your business with the sex and dating in your world, tell everyone <laughs> about your show here on Believe and how they can find you and your show. Oh, yeah, my favorite. I love plugging myself. So when this goes horribly wrong, I just hope you know that I preface this. Uh, when yeah, we so say how to find you, I mean, like, your social presence, not your address. Uh, I, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend you giving your address. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I, uh, I'm on the opening line with my best friend, Xander Horowitz. He goes by Wiss on the show. I went to high school, middle school. I played on sports teams with him. We've been doing the show for over four years. We're on a different network, moved to LA. I got asked to be a part of this, but now we're on the opening line where we talk gambling and a bunch of other sports topics. We're kind of like first take um on espn just so much banter a lot of opinions and a lot of hating on one another but you got to remember i love this kid to death um so that's been really fun um clearly not a lot to gamble on right now but you should listen because i got all my buddies back home basically the entourage style of podcasting we all just riff for 30 minutes um you can find us at the opening line podcast at instagram i have some intern that does it that i have no idea that might not be the right address i know I, that might not be the right address, so just type in the opening line and pray to God you found the right one. If not, go to Ethan Rose 4. <laughs> That's my personal one where I'm usually looking fly on my Instagram. And then I'm starting a new podcast, thanks to Braun and the Believe Podcast Network. Really appreciate the new show, Braun. Thank you. Uh, it is uh, What in the World with Roz, where we have celebrity guests on. I take them around the world asking, asking them questions um, that people around the globe love, whether it's sports learning about their hometown, getting personally connected with them. I love how I'm not remembering what the specifics of my show are, but they're sitting like two feet in front of me. I just refuse to look at my notepad. Right. Um, You're not making yeah. this up, right? This is a real thing. This is a real thing as I am, again, I hate talking about what I'm doing, but I do like talking about myself here and there. But yeah, that's, that's me at Ethan Rose 4 on social medias. And uh, DMs are great. I love getting DM first and you'll get a DM slide right back. <laughs> there you go. So recently ethan came to shay and i and said he figured that you know he would take advantage of us being believe colleagues and use it as an opportunity to ask for advice about sex and dating because you know that's what we do and i was actually surprised by this because you know dude you you got a lot going on you're you're a young good-looking dude <laughs> you uh -huh. have a super cool podcast show you're I'm in blushing, the, the industry in Hollywood. So, and so many chicks would be into that. So, you know, you're going into the whole sex and dating world with a great foundation to build on. So like, what's the issue, man? What's, what's the sticking point? Um, I'm really trying to figure that out. I think I'm like starting to like <laughs> nail it down. Um, I'm not a big fan of like going to therapy. I've never done it. Uh, but cause I think I can always like psychoanalyze myself. For me, I love reality TV, and I think I've literally turned my life into a reality TV show. And that sounds horrible, but like for me, I love making the connection. I love like meeting and flirting and talking to girls and everything, and it goes well. Like I have a good time. I've had an awesome life so far, and uh, <laughs> I just get to the certain point where like does this connection go further? And to me, it's like ah, I really don't have that answer for you right now. I'm young. 
really career focused. So commitment like, issues is what it sounds I, like yes, already. A lot of commitment issues. And then <laughs> I like a little drama here and there. I personally say I don't like drama, but who doesn't like a little bit of a crazy ex or a crazy fling? And you know, that, <laughs> that's my take so far. Wow. That's a lot to unpack there, man. So Jeez. much to unpack. Yeah. There you go. I'm All laying right, already well, back on the couch ready for this therapy session. Oh God. Yeah. Well, let's start at the beginning then. So yeah. um, you already talked about you love DMs, you love sliding, you know, people sliding in your DMs, and I assume you probably do the same to others. Um, so you probably got the first contact and the, and the flirting thing down okay, wouldn't you say? Um, in person, yes. Like I love that part. Where, when I said I like getting DMs, that's the as far as it goes because i don't actually like dming people and we talked about this yesterday i don't go on tinder i don't go on hinge and i don't go on bumble because i just think it doesn't tra- i don't translate well over a phone i'm way better in person i'm way better when communicating on a phone but who picks up the phone these days and dials it in to hear like to talk to somebody um especially for the first time so i really don't like that aspect of it but when i'm out and about and uh vibing i just i love talking to people so like it's not every time i go up to somebody i'm expecting something out of it but like you never know. Whatever I may say in the conversation might spark something, and then that turns into a night. So, I, yeah, I suck at the DM game. I've DM'd one person since I've been out in L.A. and totally got shut down. So I, uh, I don't usually go back on that path. See, and I know from, like, a girl's, girl's perspective on this, like, I get so many goddamn DMs, like, on Facebook right. and stuff, yeah. especially people I'm not mutual friends with. Like, you should see my requests. Like, there's a plethora, guys. So I think, I don't know, like on Facebook setting DMs, like especially if you don't really know them, that's not like the best way unless they've showed some type of interest. Like if they're liking all your photos or something like that, then then that's the go ahead. But other than that, I don't think Facebook is like, or like even Instagram, because I get those too, is the best way to connect. Yeah. And Shay literally just showed this to me about 10 minutes ago. She, you know, she posted uh, a story uh, yesterday and you know she was looking all hot in it and of course oh thanks john <laughs> well you know i mean i'm not you only want to give them just enough compliments <laughs> you know to 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 make them feel good but then you gotta you gotta pull back you don't want them to get too of course like, of course you know, they're they're they cannot get confident you know like yeah. women and confidence don't work no. have i complimented you guys yet today john you're so handsome and shay wow <laughs> Just beautiful. Well, thanks. Is, thanks. is that too much? Do I need to pull it back right now? Here, I'll pull it back up. But yep, no. that's it. Just that. Good. Noticing. Right. Just enough to, to, you know, get them wanting more. Just a so, little taste. Right. They want the full meal. Right. But so, you know, she, you can imagine when you post a sexy pic or a story, the DMs that follow. It's predictable. And so she, so, she showed me all the friend requests and the, uh, the DMs that came from it. And it was like, a mile long and so i couldn't even like count how many friend yeah, requests i had gotten right. i'm like oh my god uh, and i was now, part of i was part of that train and i didn't even look at the post <laughs> i took forever to get a follow back i felt like such a creep at that point it's no. so funny because i literally like i saw this thing and it's like oh i got a friend request and then i had ta- started talking to him in regards to the podcast for today yeah and i'm like oh hey did you follow me on instagram or anything yet and he goes yeah i i just did a little bit ago and i'm like yeah. oh that was you yeah. so my bad. Right <laughs> i thought you were a i'm a nobody right. yeah <laughs> so, so my point was is all those guys that that sent her the friend requests and the dms there's nothing different about them they were very predictable they were the exact same as all the other guys same same memes same uh, emojis you know with with uh hard-ons oh all that kind of stuff 
the same cartoon characters with the eyes bulging out. There is nothing unique about them. And here's where we turn it back to you, Ethan. You are a little bit different because you said you don't like to send DMs. You're not going to be one of those predictable guys. You don't like the dating apps. You actually like talking on the phone to people and flirting in person. For somebody in their early 20s, do you know how rare that is? Mm-hmm. And that's, well, that's, a compliment. that's what I'm nervous about, honestly. <laughs> like that, that's not a thing anymore. Well, women like guys to be different. You know, when you go to a bar, you don't want, you know, you, you automatically assume that all the guys are going to be exactly the same. Same opening lines. They all want the same thing. Um, but if you utilize your approach where you're different than all those other guys, it's going to be like, hmm, there's something a little different about this Ethan guy. And <laughs> that should work to your advantage, don't you think? I, yeah, I mean, and if, see, that's the case in person. So I was making this joke with you guys yesterday about what I tried to do. So I get back from Chicago after the holidays. There was a rough bout with this girl back in Chicago that, like, I was just absolutely crazy about. And Ooh, tell us more. Dro- tell us more. She drove me nuts. And, but, um, yeah, careful with the names because if you have, like, a work in progress or something, <laughs> they're going to hear it and they're going to be like, well, enough of that right and i'm super excited to post this on instagram being like hey did a sex playbook podcast uh if your story came up uh let me know about it um but no i uh yeah had this like tough time with this girl it was on and off for a little bit because i went to school in ohio didn't live in chicago i then moved to la to pursue my talent management career and everything and never was in the same place and uh, it just ended not in a good way so blocked deleted all of that stuff that you're supposed to do when you have a nasty end of things and um i like it right i love a man that literally like once there's like you're done with the relationship you get rid of them i hate the ones that are like oh i think i still want to be friends with them it's like what are you going to tell your next girlfriend like hey by the way i'm still friends and talking to my ex that i just broke up with it's like that doesn't make sense that's a whole nother topic about and to be fair i tried i tried so hard to be like the best guy i could be like for this person, which is odd and hadn't been a thing in my life for a minute, but uh, it ends. I get back to LA. I get Hinge, Bumble, and Tinder for Whoa. The, Whoa. for the first three weeks. I'm back here in January, and I just can't do it. I had to Google how do I make a cool looking profile. Like, what do I put? How do I respond to things? So I read this thing where you're supposed to initiate by saying something about you that you saw on their profile, and so I would do that, and it was just fifty fifty usually got either a chuckle or an ignore. And I was like, all right, I'm done with this. I can't, I can't do this. I'm not a texter. I'm not a texting wizard. I'm not going to get your pants down on the web. (laughs) (laughs) I love it how you start off by like, Hey, I'm a little bit different of a guy and I'm not your typical Tinder, you know, douchebag. I'd rather get your pants down another way. Yeah. Right. There's a couple things about that. So first, it can get very boring try, having the same goddamn conversation again and again and actually putting an effort. Yeah. So I get being like, I am not on any of those right now, any dating sites or anything. Cause it gets so like monotonous, like again mm-hmm. and again, Hey, how are you? Oh my God. You have such beautiful eyes, blah, blah, blah. If the quarantine doesn't take you out, can I like, <laughs> I got that message wow. so many goddamn times. It's annoying. Wow. But what you do have going for you is that you are such a like social person. So since you do shine in that, 
meeting people in person, which honestly, that's what a lot of people are scared of because yeah. they aren't that good at socialing. Right. You already got that down pat. Right. That's, that's way more than half the battle. Yep. I definitely feel way more confident out and about than I do on a phone. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, I love phone calls. Phone calls, phone calls are great. I, I could do a phone call. I'm basically doing that right now. I think uh, all my confidence is shining through. <laughs> it is old school to talk to a girl on the phone pre-date. You know, I can't tell you how many dates that I've been on probably in the last 10 years that the first time you hear their voice is when you first meet them. Seriously? Yeah. No, I always see. I learned my lesson with that. There was a guy. I know this is not about me, but there was a guy that I had not <laughs> called a few years ago before our date. We get to the date. I swear to God, I thought he was gay because his voice was so goddamn high pitched. <laughs> he was a high talker. He was so high pitched, like higher than mine. And I'm just like, and he was super sweet. He made us get like a five course meal, which, okay, honey, I see you. And like filled up my gas wow. tank too. What? Yeah, he was incredibly sweet. This guy. I'm I was sure gonna say, I, let me let me hop in line for a date with him. Yeah, he was great, super sweet, very respectful. Just gave me a kiss goodbye, and I was like, okay, but like, are you gay? Is my question. And I don't know what it is, but like that high of a voice turned me off so fast. Yeah. So now I make sure to call before any first date, and I also <laughs> just, just see the pitch, the octave of their voice. That, and also because I just prefer talking on the phone rather than texting. I'm right. also weird too, like that. Right. So. Right. So. Yeah. I, yeah. Ethan. Um, so then what kind of dater are you? I'm still, I mean, we, we, we painted a good picture of, you know, the, your, your pre-relationship status, so to speak, on the flirting and, and what you prefer, whether it's a dating app or in person. So we got a good picture of that, but are you looking for a girlfriend? Are you looking for casual? Are you a wait and see kind of guy? I mean, what are we dealing with here? Honestly, I think like my inner being is like, I really just need a girlfriend. And that's not like, that's Aww. not the way to put it. Like, I, I would love this a girlfriend. This is exactly John's not forte. Right. Before, He's like, don't date ever. Don't get married. No. Just fuck. Right. If you're into that sort of thing, then, then, I mean, then more power to you. But, but let me ask you this, Ethan, just to stop you there for a second. Yeah. Is it, are you sure? And I would ask this question of everybody out there who would answer the same way you just did. Is it that you really do want a girlfriend or is it coronavirus quarantine loneliness? Are you lonely? Are you well, lonely? Here, here's what's super interesting about it. So like the quarantine, yeah. Would I like somebody to constantly be here and we have a good old time? Absolutely. Um, what's interesting though is like, and you can ask my roommate, I came in after whatever happened in Chicago. I did the dating apps, which were just stupid. And just living in LA for the last two years, going on two and a half years, like dating has been so sporadic. I've known since college, like I want a girlfriend so bad in the sense that like all I've ever, like all that's ever been represented is like my parents have an awesome marriage. They've been together. They're still together. Um, coming up on 27 years now um, in June. Yeah, no, it's great. So they're awesome. I've got sisters. So like everything in the world is like, I respect women so much. I feel bad if I do things the way I've done them in my past. So I'm just like, I am ready for a girlfriend. I love this one girl from Ohio that I'm hoping she moves out to California. That would be spectacular. Oh, Does she know no. No, pun, no pun intended, by the way, on the spectacular because her name's Sierra Speck. I don't, I don't even give a shit that I'm name dropping her. Um, and uh, she, she's spectacular. You're on a limb there, dude. Uh, oh my I, God, yeah, I she, really hope he doesn't like anybody does she else. Know this? 
Um, she does. She knows that we're gonna get married. We talk about it all the time. Um, I, I actually she knows it now. <laughs> I, t- I texted her last night. I was like, I might name drop you on a podcast about how we're gonna get married. So she she's gonna hear this and she's gonna get a good chuckle at it. Um, but no, yeah, I'm definitely ready to date. I LA dating has been wild. I don't know if we're gonna get into any of those stories, but if you want them, I'm happy to share them. And uh, yeah, no, I've had a lot of fun hooking up. I had a great time in college. I've had a good time so far here in LA, but it's cool to have a girlfriend at this point, but I do not frown upon anybody's stance on relationships. I'm all in for a relationship, but I I approve of everybody else's stances. So what do you need from us? That's what, what is it? Can you not just grab this girl? Because you, I mean, you've been very honest saying you two are going to get married. (laughs) Well, that's the the dream. Um, I don't know. I see what I need from you is because like, it's not, plausible at the moment obviously like i'm not going to do long distance i haven't done long distance it's i don't really think it's going to work so i uh, for me it's just like getting out of my head on things like my whole relationship standing with people is like i have a good time we hook up we do this and then it just like i lose that interest like right away i don't know why i don't know what it is maybe it's that reality tv thing i was talking about but it's brutal yeah, because no relationship ever goes the distance on reality TV. No, I mean, they do not. Right. I would love to be on reality TV, but no, it would not help with my relationship goals. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you said you loved hooking up. You had a good time. Did you ha- Do you feel like you could get in a re- relationship right now? And if you got married today to Ohio girl and you were off the market forever, you'd have no regrets of, hey, you know, I didn't, I didn't get to experience as much of the single hooking up scene as I, I mean, you'd have no regrets. You, you feel like you've, you've been there, done that, and you're, you're, you're happy to leave it behind you and never have it again. See, I think that's why I need to try this. Like, because for me, I don't think I would have the regrets right now. I've had a lot of fun and I actually, to a point where like, I regret some of the fun I've had. I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I, I could have, I could have oh, gone without doing that. Your poor mom, if she listens to this. I know, but I gave, I gave the lovely, that's exactly why I gave the lovely, like they're together still and they're my role models thing. Cause that'll, <laughs> that'll win her over. It's mother's day on Sunday. I sent her an awesome gift. I'm super excited for her to get. Um, but, but super like, sweet. I think I need, I think I need to test the dating thing because I need to know if I can do it. Like in the sense where like, I am not, it's not trapped. It's such an ugly, I like, again, the whole respect for women thing. I want to try to keep it at, like that it's not trap but i want to know that i can be with somebody be that happy with that person for a long extended period of time and not have the instinct to like oh my god i need to go out and hook up with somebody random <laughs> but what's that gonna take i mean you you say you want a girlfriend and that you love the idea of being with just one person but you've just said that you know when when it starts to get to that point then that's when you lose interest so right and i think it, man well that's exactly what's everything been happening so far but i think it has been these girls that i've been with that we get to that point where like i really don't want this to go any farther hasn't been somebody i've been interested in to start with like most of the time it is like we meet out things start happening and like i run with it for a little while but i never get that next level of connection i mean spent like all last summer i met this girl at uh like a beach party in palace verdes for the weekend and she was great um, I was on a blonde kick. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, she was she was spectacular, and we had a good thing running for a little while. And I just like my communication clearly got worse and worse as it went on. And we it was a lot of fun, but it just wasn't going to go to the next level for me. And I think she actually, for the first time ever in my life, it was like she realized that was she didn't even have to ask me the question. She just realized it, went on a family vacation, and that was the end 
of like our relationship, whatever it may be. But I think if like somebody I'm pursuing and really, really want, I think then I can see, hey, maybe I'm not totally messed up in the head and that will be like a real connection. Uh-huh. Do you think, so this is what I'm thinking. What happens if let's say Ohio girl comes back and you're seeing someone else, are you going to ditch that person you're seeing just because she's back? Or like, are you just trying to have someone that fills your time right now until she comes back or, and like all your eggs are in that basket? Or is it something that's like, Hey, I'm going to start dating this person possibly because I really like them, even though it's not her. And if your feelings grow, you might just keep them around. Yeah. I mean, I might need a smack right here because I don't know if what I'm about to say is right or wrong. I hopefully <laughs> it's not right or wrong. Guys, it's okay. It's this is what you guys are here for. Um, honestly, God. So like I'm texting a couple people right now and and I've said this to my roommate. I have said, if I thought this was going any further, I think I would pause, pick up the phone, call, call Sierra out there in Ohio, just so she knows my plan ahead of time. And I'd be like, should I continue doing this? Do you actually think this is a real thing? blah, 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 blah. If she says no, then I, I mean, I've already made a nice home base and started something up with somebody else. If she said yes, then I'm easy to be like, all right, I can out this. Like this is, and that's, that's where I think the smack comes in because I'm like, that sounds pretty horrible, but like, that I don't doesn't know. sound horrible. It sounds like you do have a good chunk of your eggs in that basket in yeah. Ohio, but you're apprehensive because you don't have the communication like hey is this actually something you want or if you guys are just like kind of playing around flirty kind of stuff i think that's honestly a question more for her that you need to ask her right it sounds like she has a good hold on you and that oh she totally she's had a hold on me since she walked in the door freshman year like i was up on like the fifth (laughs) floor of our dorm she walks in my jaw drops that's the end of that meeting and then next time i see her i'm like oh she like really like recognized me as the person her friend said was the guy that thought you were hot so that was like all right sweet so i got name dropped already blah 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 but yeah no no she uh she's got a special place but like i'm not like i don't try to think about it as much since she's not here and that's why i tried to keep doing what i'm doing out here and i never would share to her although she can listen to this podcast and hear what i've done but um i don't try to share what i'm doing out here with her because I feel like that's that's rude right I wouldn't want to know what she's been doing (laughs) right no that makes sense so why not first off ask if it's something like when she does get here or wherever you are um that if it's something that she would actually want to try because if she says no then it's time to just let her go right off the bat you know like well that's I think that's the best part that I'm not like really talking to her about it like I talk to her all the time like I'm not really asking about it I'm trying to like I make jokes about it like the whole marriage thing but like for me I don't have to ask anything I don't have to be upfront about it because we're on two different planes and like I'm doing my own thing out here I just had some fun before quarantine ended with some people and uh I just had that thing in Chicago that was a whole mess and like I needed some time anyways off to think about how I wanted to handle things so it's great because me by me not asking her I don't have a yes or no so I can do what I want to do anyways and uh maybe I do find somebody out here who I do take interest in and I try that route, you know, um, I would never close the door on this other person. And, but I, I think without having to ask her questions, I don't have to worry about anything and I can just have fun out here. It's like the don't ask, don't tell kind of. Yes, definitely. Don't ask, don't tell stuff. (laughs) Yeah, And I'm sure she understands that you both aren't going to be celibate, you know, while, while you're both putting any pressure on in between you two. Yeah, I don't, I don't want any pressure on her. I don't want her to be like, well, may, I, this might have been a whole joke the entire time. And I was just but like, what I if care. it is like, a whole joke and you're kind of like holding out for her? Because like well, you admitted me, there's a lot of eggs in that basket. 
No, for me, it's just like, I clearly have like, I've had these feelings about this person for a long time. We haven't lived together or like ever. And like, we haven't been together like since school in terms of like living near one another and like communicating every day. Like we'll text and talk. So like my eggs proverbially are in all in that basket, but like, I think it's more of a joke even for me too, where it's just like, I would totally take it up if she came out here. But like I, for the meantime, like I might as well have fun and try to make a real relationship out of something that's in the present and here in Los Angeles. Alrighty. And we're going to be right back in just a few seconds. It's 2021. There are self-driving cars, plant burgers, and tourists in space. The least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See AT&T.com slash 5G for you for details. Welcome back, my babes and bros. Yeah. Um, so we'll get back to her in a second, Sierra, <laughs> but re- really quick, what um, what's dating like for you? And let let everybody else know out there what dating's like in LA. Oh, it's the LA, hardest. Yeah, LA is like my second home. You know, I have tons of family that live out there. So, you know, I go out there quite a bit and I've dated a little bit in LA and it is a, and, and you can speak to this because you lived in Chicago and you live in LA now. And I'm curious if you'd agree with me that dating in LA is way different than dating in Chicago. In Chicago, if, especially if you go to the city, which is, you know, the, the, the best places for date nights, you, you walk everywhere. You go bar to bar, you go restaurant, you know, to bar, that kind of stuff. And you're walking, you park your car someplace far away. And that's just how you do it. Nobody walks anywhere in LA. You know what I mean? And it just changes the whole dynamics of, of dating. Totally. People live so far from each other. You don't pick people up on dates. You just end up meeting at places. So, so I found just the mechanics of dating so much different between LA and Chicago. What do you think? Uh, completely different. Uh, and to be fair, I don't think I had that much time to try it in downtown Chicago. I had some awesome nights in during the summer in college or winter break in college downtown in Chicago that I didn't really need to get all the way home in order to do the business. So like I, I, I have some odd stories that happened to me in Chicago that were fun, wild and are good ones, but LA is just like impossible. Like everyone is so spread out. You're right. Everybody drives everywhere. I'm not under that mindset. So like I'm just spending away on Ubers and everything, getting from place to place, date to date. Um, Dating out here, like I can't even tell. I think girls fake that they want to date out here and guys are the same exact way because nobody really wants to date. You all want to go out and have a bunch of fun. And that's just kind of the atmosphere of LA. It's been hard. I've been on some weird dates here in LA that have made me almost hate the act of dating unless it's like literally on my own terms. And I finally found a girl that is like worthwhile going on a date with because it's, it's a wild, it's like a, it's like a jungle out here. Yeah. How about the, here's, here's something. And I went through a little bit of this way back when, when, you know, I was a Chicago personality because of my column, you know, I wrote for the Chicago Tribune and they pushed it really hard. So uh, definitely not a celebrity, but locally I got recognized a lot and stuff. And you started noticing that people would date you specifically for that reason. Now you live in LA and you're in the entertainment business, you know, in Hollywood and so many men and women, they move to LA because they want to break into that business and so hard. And they may see you as that shortcut into the business. So have you gotten any of that where you just got the feeling that you 
you know, for all intents and purposes, were being used by a girl or felt like she was interested in you because of your job, not because of you? Well, I've got a story for that that'll end in answering your question. Let's um, hear it. One of my, uh, one of my first years out, I lived in Hollywood my first year out here and I was living with one of my fraternity brothers. Yes, uh, I was a frat bro and it's unfortunate oh, most God. times of the year. A frat no. bro. Um, a frat no, bro. Frat bro. Oh, no. um, and like we would just go, there's this bar on Hollywood Boulevard, dirty laundry, no vacancy. It's just, we would go to the bars like every night. And I met this lovely San Diegan. I don't even know. I, I keep making up words. San Diegan. Yeah, there we go. As um, Burgundy she, would say. And I'm like, I'm flirting with her. And we're out at this bar. My friend passes out from being too drunk. Perfect timing, by the way. Falls into the arms of the other two dudes I'm with, leaving me completely free solo. Nobody on me. I am just still macking on this girl. And we have a night. We have a nice dance. We have some fun at the uh, bar. She comes back for a little bit. Nothing too promiscuous that night. I then take her out on a date the next night, me, or next day, me being the dater I'm trying to be. Awesome <laughs> date. We go to a nice bar and everything. She asked me to come out with her that night. She breaks the news that she's leaving to go back to San Diego to be with her boyfriend. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. I go, I don't know. I don't know what just happened. Um, okay. So sweet. She's like, yeah, but he's got like festival connections. So hit me up. I'm like, okay. I don't know what that means, but sweet. I do like music. And she, we're sitting at the bar. All my friends leave. I'm a little upset about the fact that she's dipping on me for her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend that's going to become her boyfriend again. And, uh, she like pawns me off onto this bartender. Then weirdly, the next day I'm on a date with this bartender and this goes into your story. All she's, all she's doing is asking me about the industry. How can I help her get a job? How can I get her on a TV set, film oh, dear set? God. I'm like, that's the worst kind of dates when they're already asking like, something of you. I know they're, and I was like, I'm not even asking that much of you. Like, I like, I'm just hanging out. I thought we were gonna get to know you. I thought you're cute. You have black hair, you were gorgeous. No, and she like asked me all this stuff. I eventually am like, yo, was this all like a business meeting? She's like, no, this could be fun, but can you get me anything? And I was like, I'm not sure. Like, I'm still an assistant. I'm still trying to come up and like never heard back. I was like, well, there goes that one. Um, so yeah, it is totally a thing where people want it. Like, and that's a thing, even in friendships out here, it's just about how can you help me? And they never really reciprocate back. Whereas like in the Midwest, everyone helps everybody. They hold the door for everybody. A lot of pleases and thank yous. Um, I don't know. It's dating out here is rough, but yeah, no people out here, they have an agenda when they're dating you. Yeah. And you know what? I'm impressed from that story that, uh, unless you do, and you're just not telling us that you don't use it to try to get laid like, Hey baby, I work for, you know, this agency or this, you know, so-and-so company or whatever, and talk it up to where, you know, you're trying to use it to, to, to get laid. No, I, I actually don't because I'm always worried about it. Like, because I'm talking to some people at other agencies right now. Um, and I just like worry that like, I always run into people in the industry. I'm like, that would be so lame if that was my pickup when they're already in it. I did yeah. for a small time when I was working for MTV and stuff. I did the reality TV route. And I was like, yeah, I'm with these people. I'm with that person. And like that worked for a little bit. But that was that was stupid. And thankfully, wasn't anything too horrible but yeah no I do not like to flash any of my like actual career aspirations or drive until I get to know the person 
Well, there's nothing totally wrong with it to a point because... See, I hate that. I hate it so much. Right. Like, first off, I don't like people who are cocky. I yeah. like people who are confident. And people who are the ones that are flashing seem 100% cocky. They think right. that they can get away with anything because they're, they know someone and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and also, I think it's a good way to get someone who's a fucking gold digger, too. Yeah, so, like, if sure. you just keep it under wraps for a little bit, I understand that 100%. Yeah. Well, no, that's why I was getting at that there's nothing wrong with using it to a point because you know, the dating world is like fucking hunger games. You know what I mean? It's everybody like out for blood, every man for themselves. So it's not a level playing field. So you have to use what you got, use your assets to, to get ahead in the dating world. As long as you're not douchey about it, you know, as long as you're not using it to deceive or get laid or, or any of that kind of stuff. I'm all for getting laid, you know, like anybody else, it's, it's how you get laid is the, can you look yourself in the mirror, you know, at the end of the day? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm not whipping out my wallet being like, what's up? I'm Ethan Rose. I work at a talent management company. <laughs> <laughs> you give them like the business card. Here's my card. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> Call me. Let's do, let's do lunch. <laughs> I do need, now that you're reminding me, I do need to get business cards, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go really quick let's go before we wrap things up let's go back to sierra for a second Uh, (laughs) dude she's gonna lose her mind how often she's brought up i like text her i'm like i probably won't talk about you that much but i'm gonna talk about you she's gonna like well she's like you lying motherfucker (laughs) uh, well here and here's why let's here's why i want to go back to her because anything that has to do with what happens to you in your sex and dating life anything you know whether it's casual dating whether it's a, a potential girlfriend material if it's just a hookup whatever it really does kind of revolve around sierra at this point she's like the nucleus of what happens to your sex and dating world whatever she ends up deciding that she wants to do you know in the future obviously because you said she's not there right now right, and she's right. not going to be in the near future right that dictates all the rest of what you got going on in your in your sex and dating life. She, it's, it's kind of, from what I'm gathering, from what you're telling us, it's kind of the eggs are in her basket. And the so what, big, was it the big Gambino? Yeah. <laughs> she's the, she's big, the big Gambino. Gambino. Right. She, and are that, you impressed with that reference? Uh, yeah, I am. You're welcome. <laughs> she holds a lot of power that way. And, and it doesn't mean that she's, you know, dominant and you're submissive. It just means a lot is right. She's like the white whale. You know what I mean? No, and I don't mean that in a negative way, Sierra. I didn't call you a whale. We call it the great white buffalo. It's just uh, somebody that's just like, you're tracking down, you're tracking down. No, yeah, I I totally understand. Right. Well, she's the greatest of all time to begin with, regardless if she wants me ever in her life. That's a great compliment. Regardless if we get married or not, regardless if she even likes me more than a friend at any point it's just um she's the greatest i have had so many fun times awesome memories i've been That's such so an asshole sweet. at times where yeah i, I really literally... hope one day my husband <laughs> will say something like that about me that sounds yeah. freaking awesome okay so what we're getting at though is yeah. let's say you ask her like don't put any pressure on it be like hey by the way just real quick do you actually see us possibly dating when you come back or when you come here like, why not just ask her that? Because if she flat out is like, no, that we're just goofing, right? This is just flirty and blah, blah, blah. Then that automatically opens up so much for you because that gives you, A, an answer that, hey, this isn't going to go anywhere other than just a friendship. And B, you don't have to have this runaround. You can date freely without worrying like, oh, she's going to come back. I'll have to cut it off with this girl or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 
Well, Sierra, Shay just asked you that question. Um, so I'm not going to say it because uh, Shay did it for me right there. That way I get uh, clean. For me, it's not a matter of like, I can't, I can totally date without knowing what she wants from me or what she ever expects from me. Even if it is nothing, which I, I always live on the presumptive that like, it is going to be nothing until proven otherwise. And like, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like I'm meeting other people. I'm talking to a bunch of other people. Um, I hated that. I just said to a bunch of other people that sounded douchey as hell, but like, I'm just talking, I'm just like talking to other people because I am trying to work on like relationships. I mean, there was a whole thing with the girl back in Chicago for an extended period of time that like was super important to me. And like, I, to be honest, and this like sounds rude after doing so many nice things talking, like obviously like Sierra wasn't even in my thoughts about that. Cause I really did care about this person in Chicago. I think it's just like, I think, I think Sierra's just very fun, like a fun idea to me in terms of okay. like, we get along. I, for me, I'm really not materialistic's not the word, but like, it's not all about looks for me. I was talking to somebody the other day. I have this really good friend of mine, Zoe Levin. Um, I wanted to name drop her cause she was my prom date actually, funny enough. Oh, wow. um, oh, I never got yeah. to go to prom. She, she was, she was great. And, uh, I told her there's something about girls. Like it's yes. Like attraction is really important and looks are really important. Personality is also really important. But for me specifically, it's how can you handle a conversation? Like at the end of the day, I, if you just can't hold a conversation, and I'm not even saying you're dumb for not being able to do so, but like, if you can't hold a conversation, you can't go back and forth. There's no jibber jabber. And like, I'm instantly disconnected. And I think that happens a lot of times with the girls I've been with. It's just like, there's never a good conversation. Why didn't you just look for someone that has a podcast then? (laughs) That's like the best thing you could do for yourself. What do you guys think I'm doing? I'm going around the Believe (laughs) Network now talking to all the female hosts. Um, Oh, I see what you're doing. Hey, John, I'm going to need you to leave. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Conversation is really important to me. And if you can't do it, I also love intellect. Super important. My mother's brilliant. My father's brilliant. They're teachers or educators. And I don't think I did them justice with how I was in school. So like, I think I he's going to definitely get some points with how much he adores his parents. I, yeah. well, cause of how much sex talk I'm having and I'm like, cannot believe how many stories I didn't tell that I thought were going to come out of my mouth. I really needed the bonus points, especially coming up on mother's <laughs> day, but no conversation so important. And that's what I'm looking for in a relationship. And Sierra's great at it. This girl from Chicago was beyond fantastic at it. Um, and then just like girls I've talked to that I've wanted more from that nothing panned out because timing wasn't great. It was like always good conversation. And, uh, that's like my driving force for like what I want in a relationship. So what I'll tell you is that you're, you're more normal than you think. Um, you know, when you were, yeah, I think I came off way more PG in this than I thought I was ready for rated R Raz to come out. (laughs) He was definitely ready for like the furry and pegging conversation. Yeah. (laughs) And that's right. We'll save that for the next time we record together when we're all drunk <laughs> right because uh, you know you can you, you only have I'm so steps ahead of that available so you know so many crazy stories so little time but what I'll say is that you're doing all the right things I like that you while you, you clearly are into Sierra or the or the Chicago girl this beat right is <laughs> you guys are really throwing me yeah. under a bus right here with the right. I'm you're thank not, God I never said the Chicago girl's name because that like my friends would get on me hella hard about that person like drove me well, nuts. Do one more shot and then maybe we could drag it out of you. <laughs> Here we go, bottoms up. Right, but you're not totally right. hanging your hat just no. on them. You're still doing your thing, and you're you're going into it as if it's not a pessimistic thing. It's just you're going into it as if those aren't going to happen. 
and then you're living yeah. life. And if they do end up happening, then then that's awesome. Now I it's do kind of like that, a bonus, right? Like that. Yeah, for the way you put, I love it. Like that, the way you put it is exactly what it is. Like I, because I'm not like texting because we've used her name a hundred times already. Like I'm not texting Sierra every day, like oogling and ogling because like that's not what I'm actually doing. Like we're miles apart, but like it's a bonus. Like if it worked out in the future, that's fucking great. If it didn't, then like I'm not upset about it. I'm not even embarrassed by it. Like the fact that we brought it up this much, like. I don't give a shit because I know what I've been doing out here and I've been having a blast. So it's yeah. just like, I can't be upset. Now, if you really do want to be with Sierra that way though, then <laughs> there are ways to make it happen. I don't believe in saying, oh, it's just a dream. I mean, you can make it happen. And I don't mean long distance shit that, cause that never works. I mean, if, if two people dig each other enough, you know, moving trucks do go across the country. Didn't you say she was coming <laughs> to you? Uh, we think she might be moving out to LA for medical school. And uh, so that'd be really great. That would be a nice opportunity. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful people here in LA. So like I would have to compete with all of that. So I, I'm just, again, pragmatic and uh, not looking too far, not counting my chickens before they hatch. And I've got a couple of great text conversations I'm in right now with uh, some lovely, lovely human beings. And uh, hopefully those work out as well. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, when we started this whole thing, you know, I, I feared that there was going to be some, some major sticking points that you had that we were going to have to really zero in on, but it doesn't sound that way. I think, I think you're doing pretty I feel like good I want to give you a sticking point. I feel like I want you to drag something out of me. <laughs> I'm like, sure we can find plenty of other things other than the Packers that are wrong with you. But I'm, in sure. This I'm sure. specific instance, you're not doing too shabby. You have the hardest part down about being sociable in person and being likable in person. It's just the over texting stuff probably doesn't correlate all the way, but that's okay. Those are just like minor things. Oh um, yeah. No, I can't send like, Oh baby, I want to be inside you over. Like <laughs> if I said that on a text over, I'm just like, I can't do it. I'd start la like, I would just be like, all right, I'm going to bed. Nice text. I'm like, like, Oh God, look at, I'm already frazzled. I don't even send that text. <laughs> just the eggplant text that, or uh, the eggplant emoji. I'm That's so good at sending an eggplant with uh, the raindrops. <laughs> like it's all I do. Always, <laughs> always in jest. Like I never, it's never even like in a, they'll be like, Hey, how are you doing today? eggplant right. raindrop emojis and it's just like that's the only time i do it is to try to be a little right. bit funny no words needed that says it all <laughs> <laughs> all right ethan so do you have any like last minute tips you want to give to people out there that have worked for you the biggest way to win me over i kid you not the conversations thing i talked about which went on maybe longer than i should have said if you chew gum and taste minty when making out could not be a bigger perk i guarantee you i listened to your podcast while i was working out this morning it was the one with the, do you want one time or multiple times in an evening? And you're like, all these guys come in with this bravado, like, oh my God, I'm the best in bed. Like, that's also not my move. Like, will I say that after we've hooked up the first time? Maybe, but I, I'm always like, I, I'm a basketball player. I'm an athlete. I want to go in and prove myself before I can talk shit. But before that point, you said, if we went back and asked all their girls of their track record, were they actually a stud? They probably all say no. What I am willing to guarantee here on this show, because I do this so well on the opening line, uh, I can guarantee you if you asked every girl I've ever been with, I'm the mintiest, best best tasting person <laughs> they've ever been with. I chew gum from the time I wake up in the morning to the time I go to bed, oh to the time God. I finish brushing my teeth, to the time I finish putting mouthwash in. There is never a point where I'm not minty, and I have gotten that compliment to the moon and back that many times. So and coming from my dental background, I, my, my jaw's fucked. So yeah. Oh my God. Ugh. 
please someone save this man <laughs> um i love how we went from like sex talk to how i brush my teeth yeah um, <laughs> it's okay right. we got but you no, yeah. but no right. ask any girl i'm minty as hell <laughs> perfect all right that'll do it for today's edition of believe in the sex playbook i'm john ibrahim make sure to hit me up on facebook and instagram with the username the real john ibrahim and please remember to subscribe to the sex playbook and give the show a five-star rating and i'm your co-host shake kilmer you can find me on instagram at truly shay that's t-r-u-l-y-s-h-a-y-y send us your questions comments concerns topic ideas and hey if you want to be a guest just like ethan send us that too and Ethan, it was awesome having you on our show, man. This was, this was a lot of fun. Um, so much we wanted to talk about and just time flies by. So we'll make sure to, to tackle it in a, uh, in a future episode real soon. Do you want to drop your Instagram handle too? Yeah, it's at Ethan Rose 4. I love this podcast so much. I was cranking out a workout, not cranking out the way they talk about on the show, but it was great to listen to the show, honored to be on the show, and I would be happy to come back anytime ever. Awesome. And again, let everybody know your, your, uh, oh, yeah, I didn't shows even do that, that you got on Believe. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the opening line, um, which I forgot the uh, Instagram handle for. I think it's the opening line on Instagram. And then me, you can find me at Ethan Rose 4. That's the more fun account. I post a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, and I also have a new show coming out called What in the World with Roz. Super excited to bring you that one. Um, we've got some big guests on the way. Uh, thank you, Bron. And thank you, Believe. Yeah, everybody. Give his shit a listen. It's it's freaking awesome. And remember, I sound the exact same. <laughs> and remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells, so get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Adios, my babes and bros. See ya, Ethan. Bye, Ethan. Bye. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.